Welcome back to another edition of the Sip and Serve podcast, where we sip what's cold and serve what's hot. My name is Clay Roll, A.K. Rollski. To my right, the board man, Corey with K. And to my left, Uncle Buck is in the building. Buck, you're not feeling the greatest this morning. What the hell's wrong with you? Just a tad hungover. <laughs> Just a tad. Big day yesterday. Very, very stressful fucking day at that. Me and Buck had a lot of beer watching the Michigan game. We had a lot of beer watching the OSU game. And both teams struggled the whole game. I think we can blame DG for that. Yeah. We set our uh, expectations a little too high. We were looking past this week in college football into the next, and that's DG's fault. That's DG's fault. One week early on the predictions. Yeah. We should be giving our predictions today. That didn't happen. Yep. Thank you, DG. Well, I don't think it was just DG. I think it was every fan base because right. teams two through five all had trouble, and then Tennessee lost. Yep. It was a wild day in college football, that's for sure. Buck, that's the most beer I've seen you drink in a while. And I was I was kind of proud of you. Well, that means a lot to me, Clay. I'm glad that I was able to step up to your expectations on... Beer drinking? Drinking some beer. Yeah, hey, man. The Mick Ultras, they were going down smooth last night. And you I, surprised me this morning when you walked in with a 12-pack of Mick Ultra. I'm like, man, I'm surprised <laughs> you're drinking again. Yeah. Oh, it's because I about tripped over these when I walked out the fucking door today. Oh, those... <laughs> <laughs> So you had them outside. Yeah. So they're chilled. They're cold. I'm surprised they're not frozen. They're cold. Would you like one? No. What'd you do with your hose last night? Took it off. What made you want to take off your hose? I felt like we had a conversation at Roosters that I should probably take my my watering hose off the the spigot. Yeah, because it'll bust. Yeah. Well, I did that last night at midnight and got fucking ice cold water all over me. The worst mistake of my life. Did you forget... To turn the water off before you took the hose off? I think off. the water was already in the hose. Gotcha. Gotcha. So the water was off. It was just, you know, leftover spray. Yeah. Now, when you do that next time, squirt it out of the hose first. Always well, make sure there's nothing in the hose. 100% functional. Okay? <laughs> okay. I wasn't functioning at my highest level, my peak <laughs> performance last night. So, one mistake out of an entire night, that's not that bad. You remember our wives getting pissed at us at Reesers last night? Not at all. Really? Yeah. I really didn't either, but then I woke up this morning. My wife's like, you and Buck were a bunch of idiots at Roosters last night. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I didn't remember anything she told me. I'm like, oh, yeah, I kind of remember that a little bit. Remember when Big Red asked for the Roosters or the donkey sauce? Yeah. The hot sauce? Yeah. You usually don't, like, get into the real hot stuff. I know you like some spice, but not, like, hot, hot, like donkey. Mm -hmm. And you took your chicken tender, and you, like, just splashed it inside that sauce. And I went crazy. Do you remember that? Like they, I, I started yelling. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. I started like clapping. And then you were like, yeah. <laughs> but our wives just looked at us like. I, I don't remember going old like Macho Randy Savage on I it. did. I do vaguely remember dipping the naked tender into the donkey and saying it's not really that hot. Yeah. And I went crazy for you. My wife looked at me and she just hit me and said, shut the hell up. You're acting like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I remember Big Red coming in while I was trying to take a piss. Tell that story. The motherfucker tried to come in and he kind of put his fist in the small of my back and pulled my hoodie. So he was making like a backward C out on me while I was trying to piss. So I was like, oh, I got you, motherfucker. Dumbass picks the urinal right next to him and I just start pissing all over him. Pissed all over, <laughs> all his, over shoes. his boots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're going to fuck with someone, just you can't go in the urinal no, beside him. No. You know? If you're fucking with someone while they're pissing, you got to piss way down the line from him. Don't go in right beside him because you're going to get pissed on. Tell the people why you're boycotting the NFL. Because they should have played in Buffalo today. So you think 
there was a way. They could have got it done. They could have played. I mean, listen, man. They just waited, what, until Friday to leave for Detroit in the middle of the fucking blizzard? If you knew that you were already playing in Detroit on Wednesday, why didn't you leave for Detroit on Wednesday before the weather hit? Why are you deciding to take a bus ride full of NFL players? I doubt they're on a bus. Six and a half fucking... Obviously, they couldn't take the plane. All airports were shut down. Here's my thing. They're under a state of emergency. Okay. Do you understand what that means? No one is allowed to leave their house. You okay. cannot be on the road whatsoever. So what you're saying is you, what the, what was COVID all two years ago with no fucking fans in the stadiums? They could have played today's game in that stadium without fans or with fans. If you wanted to show up, sweet, it's free. Watch the fucking game. If not, we handled an entire NFL season without fans. Do you realize how much snow they actually got? Don't care. 66 inches of snow buck 66 inches of snow canada and how the that fuck do time. you think they're going to get all that snow out of the stadium so they can play the game it's called bulldozers you're ridiculous where are they going to put the snow 66 inches out what the, the fuck are you going to do with out, all that snow out in the parking lot just dump it damn it you know when i seen Maybe you post that i was like this guy this fucking guy it kind of ticked me off and you can hear it in my voice right now yeah that was the best thing going to the church lot, knowing you were about to play in the fucking snow. Yeah. Okay, Buck. All right. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Football isn't supposed to get canceled because of weather conditions. I agree. 100%. I agree with that. But we're talking maybe six to 12 inches of snow we could get cleaned up to play a football game. Okay? We're talking fucking 66 inches of snow. That's five and a half feet of snow we're talking about. That is taller than you. If you were the running back out there, I wouldn't even be able to fucking see your ass because the snow would be over top of your head. Well, that would be an advantage for it, me, it wouldn't would it? would be. <laughs> but you understand what I'm saying? I understand. Yeah, let's play in a few inches of okay. snow. That would be fun as then, shit. Then 66 inches. Why? There's just nowhere to put the snow. And this is what really ticks me off, is they don't choose a stadium close or nearby that they choose a effing dome. They, that is kind of messed up. That's just, you know, you were about to play in three feet of snow, but today you're going to play in 72 degree weather. Right. I agree with that. that they was should bullshit. have played somewhere on the coast where it was going to be cold. Because, you know, in the cold, Buffalo's got the advantage. Yeah. Now the Browns, they're hell, they're closer to home. Detroit's a fucking, you know, a rock throw away from Cleveland. No, I feel like it kind of screwed Cleveland in a way because now Josh Allen can cut loose. He wasn't going to be able to cut loose. Nick Chubb could have ran for days. True. So I feel like the NFL took the advantage out of the Browns' hands, in my eyes. Okay. It, it kind of benefits the Bills, too, because next week they play in Detroit versus the Lions. So are they just going to stay there Might the entire well week? They there. should. In theory, they should. How's the boycott going? Did you look at your fantasy this I, week? Never even set my line up. I like that. You want to? How about you just trade me teams? I'm one and nine in the sip and serve league. I think you're like six and three. Just trade me teams. If you don't care, you can do the punishment at the end of the year. You go up to the gas station. It's real simple. You hand him a twenty and you say, "Uncle Buck sucks at fantasy football." He went. Well, my record's one and nine, but it's going to be your record one and eleven this year. I'm terrible at fantasy football, and you go up there and you take your picture with it. It's DG's punishment for this year, so you do that instead of me. Well, here's the thing. I could trade you my team, everybody on my team, and still beat you by the end of the season. I have the worst fantasy football team of all time. How do you go from getting first place last year to just being absolutely piss poor this year? You just you went running back heavy, and they're all hurt. 1-11. Okay. I'm going to go 1-11. That is piss poor. I can't believe I won one game. 
honestly, with that lineup. Didn't you beat me? I think I might have. Yeah. So I'm actually pretty proud of that. But back to the football here. Are you going to watch today? I mean, I was going to watch the Bengals game tonight, but Corey with the K said that they moved it to 425 and I got other shit I got to do. Yeah, your wife was really adamant about you being home early today so you can help do shit. Yep. So, I mean, I'm going to be probably 100% focused on putting up Christmas decorations there, Clay. We're going into the third week of November. Is it? It's right before Thanksgiving. first. Right yeah. before Thanksgiving. That's fine. We're after the second week period now where you can't do it at the beginning of the month. Now you guys are totally fine. DG's probably putting his Christmas tree up right now as we speak. Wasn't he doing that this weekend? Yeah, I thought that was the day. The, this past Thursday when you guys were listening to it, he put them up. Okay. All right. See, my wife's putting the tree up today. So it's okay. It's okay now. Good deal. It's okay now. I'm glad we can meet your approval. Staying on the football subject for a minute here. We got a DM on Instagram this week from a day one listener, Lexi. And it was a post from Old Row Sports. It was a meme of a, pos- a possible college football playoff ranking. And we want to put it into existence. Number one was Georgia. Now think about these logos. Georgia's logo is just the big G, right? Then you got OSU with the block O. Then you have TCU. They're the Horn Frogs, but in their logo it says TCU, correct? And then you got Michigan with the block M at the at the back end at number four. What's that spell? I'm not real good at spelling in my head. Got come. Got come. <laughs> Got come. That's what the logo says. That's what the log. That's what the logo says. If that's the college football playoff four, it's going to be Got come. I saw that too. That was pretty funny. When you see all the logos side by side, it's kind of cool. With a question mark at the end. I guess I'm just trying to visualize it right now. Corey with the case yeah. about to pull it up. Uh, I have it on. I have them. I saw them on that old rare website. On Instagram. My thing is, she picked and chose what letters she used. It's not Lexi. It's their logo. It's, no, it's, this oh, is from Old Rose okay. Sports. Okay. She just seen it and sent it to us. Okay. I get what you're saying. I thought they were using the abbreviations of the, not the logos, just the abbreviations of the team to make out got come for the playoff. No, 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 no. These are the actual logos. These are the actual team logos. Spell out, got come, if they're the top four. In that order. Now I got it. Now you get what I'm saying. It's hard to explain if you're not seeing it. Yeah, now now I'm visualizing it. Okay. Visualize the G, the Block O, the TCU, and the Michigan M. Oh, my God. (laughs) See, now it makes sense once you look at it. Yeah. Got come. They're going to have to definitely uh, either flip-flop TCU. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to have to mix it up a little bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The playoff committee is going to have to put Michigan at two, I think. Yeah, they're going to have to mix that up, or we're going to have Got Cub all over TV. (laughs) It was was like that earlier in the year, too. After Tennessee beat Michigan, it said Got Um. It was Georgia, Ohio State, Texas, and Michigan. So you just put the little apostrophe after the T, so it said Got Um. And then it had Alabama logo underneath it. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. So, yeah, that's all I wanted to tell you. Just the, the got come. Very creative. Yeah. Where's your, your mind's got to be in the gutter to just. To to bring that out. Yes. Old row sports. Horny little fucks. That's what they are <laughs> over there. Buck, this past week, my wife placed an Amazon order. And I was laying on the couch. She got home from work. She's like, hey, I got a notification that our package was delivered. Can you go to the front door and grab it for me? Sure, no problem. Got up, went to the front door. Guess what? No package. I'm like, hey, you know, it's not on the back porch. It's not on the front porch. You better uh, check and see where that thing got delivered. So, you know, Amazon nowadays, the drivers, once they deliver your package, they send you a picture and send it to you just to, you know. To verify that this is where I delivered it. This is where it is. I dropped it off. Yes. If it's not there, someone took it. 
So I'm like, hey, no package. Maybe someone took it or they delivered it to the wrong house. So we looked at the picture. It was on our neighbor's porch. We noticed that it was on the neighbor's porch. And I'm like, hey, I think that's the one to the left. You better go grab it. She's like, I'm not going over there and grabbing it. You go grab it. Just knock on the door and get it. I said, no, I'm not going. The house closest to the main road. Yeah. If right. I'm looking into your driveway, it's to your left. Right down. Yep. Okay. Right down here by the apartments. Okay. So I'm like, you know what? God damn it. I'll go with you, but I'm not going alone. She said, okay. So we went over there and we grabbed our packages. We came back. We wrote them a note just in case they have like a camera or someone seen us take the picture or the packages. We wanted to let them know like, hey, we're not stealing your packages. These were ours. We wrote them a note, said, sorry, if you have any questions, come over and we'll be happy to answer. But the reason that this was such a big deal is because what was inside the package. And we were worried that they had already got the package and possibly opened it, didn't pay attention to the name on the package. And now they know what we're ordering. Possibly tried it out, maybe? Possibly. It was an egg vibrator. Okay. But could you imagine, though? Like if they actually would have opened that, that package wasn't there and they had it inside and we knock on the door like, Hey, did you guys have an Amazon package? And like, Oh yeah, it's in here. And they bring it out and they just hand you a vibrator. Like this is what you were, this is what you ordered. Here you go. I feel like it's more common than not though. People order that type of shit. Oh, I mean, it happens every day. That's why I'm talking about it. Yeah. I'm not going to frown upon you if, you know, my neighbor, I open up. I know, but it, box. it's kind of embarrassing, you it know, is. It would for be us for to a, go over. For a moment, it'd be like, but now you're telling the story. It's like, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> if it would have happened. I don't know. When God I went damn over. damn it, Nancy, our neighbors are free. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what they think. So I'm glad they didn't open it. But today, we're going to give the first ever Colt Turbo Vibrating Bullet Review. This is a personal review? Personal review. Let's hear it. Now, Back in the day, you brought this to me. Like, you wanted to do this. Yeah. Order stuff offline, try it out, and talk about it. We've never done it. This is the first time ever we're so going it's to get coming to the light. adult toy review. Now, next time, I need you to order something and tell me about it. If we can get the Sipping Squad to purchase the product for me. I'm sure someone out there could loan you $16 because that's the price point that I paid for this cold egg. So we're going to set a price point. Well, Whatever. I'd say no more than 25. Okay. 16 bucks is what I paid for this thing. And you know, when you think of a toy, you're like, ah, 16 bucks. That sounds kind of cheap. Wonder how that thing's going to work. Well, I tried it out. But let me tell you a little bit about this egg first and foremost. It's got 674 reviews on Amazon, right? 674. But the average was like four and a half stars. Multi-speed stimulation. The remote control starts at a stirring low vibration and climbs to a mind-blowing height with the easy control vibration speed slide located on the side of the controller. Now, let me tell you about this speed slide. The last time I had a controller on my other one that just stopped working for some reason. Now, we had that thing for about 10 years. You think it could have just been the abuse it was taking? Yeah. It, <laughs> it might have been. Okay, I mean, good Lord. 10 years is a long time. And that That's one, a lot of sex. That one costs like 50 or 60 bucks. So I didn't know how I felt about spending 16 on a cheaper one when I know we could have just got that one again for 60 bucks. I feel like you paid 16 bucks for this thing and all it's doing is shocking her. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. So the speed control on the right, the last time it was a button and you could hit it and it would turn it up faster and it would do like different vibrations oh, is she telling you huh? oh, is she telling you the whole time like you're in control like, yeah i mean yeah i can so she's i like can fast. go up or fast slow whatever you want have you have how long have you had this product 
Uh, it was Thursday when we got it. So did she have this at Roosters last night? We're not talking vibrating panties here. Did you think I was talking about vibrating panties? I thought panties? this was a mechanism that went in there. That, yeah. To the, no, 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 and no. And then no, you no, controlled no, it. No, 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 no. Come on, dude. No. All right. One second. <laughs> what What did you think it was? I figure it was a little egg thing. I can't wait to see this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm back. I got I got the product here. The Colt Vibrating Bullet. Oh, my God. Now, this is what it looks like. It looks like something out of the fucking Terminator. That, that goes just on the edge. <laughs> anyway, so you see what I'm saying about the, the sliding control? This is kind of cool. So is the cord just for retrieval purposes? Now, they have cordless ones. Mm, that's dangerous. But anyway, you see this side controller here. It's kind of cool because the last one was just a button, but this one's I like the slider a lot. So that's an upgrade from my last one, the slide control. I feel like that has a lot more uh, ability to break, though, the yeah. slider. Yeah. Instead of a button. Right. I do agree with that. So we'll see how long this lasts. When I first got this, I, there was no way I was going to wait. I threw two double A's in this bitch because I wanted to try it out. And you could hear it. You hear that on the table right there? That's exactly what I did in the kitchen table. I told my wife, I said, Jesus Christ, sounds like someone's jackhammering concrete outside. My whole house was shaking. I mean, this thing is unbelievably powerful for 16 bucks. This thing could last a weekend. It could last 30 minutes. (laughs) For 16 bucks, I would buy it again. So that's my first review. Just straight out of the box, putting two double A's in it. I mean, it does. Five out of five. It looks like a fifty, like a fifty cal round. It's got some girth to it, kind of bullet shape. I get why they call it the bullet now. It looks like it's a large a bullet point. for large thrills. Wow, it's ultra powerful, oversized with a ribbed surface, always leaving you wanting a little more oomph. Okay, <laughs> it's honestly the size of a real life egg. The last one we had was probably half the size of this. It was smaller. When we got this out of the package, I'm like, gee, many Christmas. You know what I mean? Yeah, that looks lethal. It's a little big. Uh, to me, if I was a woman, I would think that would be uncomfortable. They don't put it inside them, Buck. <laughs> this is for stimulation purposes. Home. Okay. This does not go inside them. <laughs> oh. I mean, I guess you could if you wanted to. That's but why I asked you if the cord was for retrieval. I know. I know what you were saying, but no, this, I, for some reason, I knew you were thinking that this goes up yeah, in. Yeah, I thought that was. No, no, up no, in no. Their guts. No, 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 no. This stays on the outside. Okay. Do you get much into the sex toy game? Uh, I like my fair share of cock rings. <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> so what's what's the point of a, a ring? It just it, it's sp- it restricts the blood flow, so it just makes it... Okay, so that's what I thought it was. It's, I mean, there's it's times, supposed to make it harder and for you to last a lot longer, I think. When I look down there, sometimes when the lights are on, it looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger's bicep. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. So, is this like something you do every time, or is it just like, hey, you know what, today I'm going to throw on the ring? No, it's to the point now, if I don't have it, I don't do it. Really? Yeah. So, this is a must. This is a must. So, you've just got different rings laying around? I mean, we we put them up and clean them. Well, I, damn, I, we're I know, not savages. I, I know, I know, I know, but I'm I got talking nieces like, and nephews that come over. I don't... <laughs> I'm, talking, I'm talking like, do you have like different brands or do you stick to the same one every time i honestly i couldn't tell you the brand they were just like 5.99 and every time we go in there we'll just buy another pack oh okay so that's what i was saying do you have multiples 
You don't just have one that you use. Yeah, you it's have like, like a can. Of, it's like a pack of three. Okay. I think I probably got like 25. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, maybe you can get a new one. Test it out. Let us know how it is. We'll do the Amazon review and everything. I can just do a quick one with the, because I have used, you've seen the Trojan condom one, right? The one with the vibrator. That's trash. Yeah, I've I've tried them too. That's horrible. Those are no, I don't it's like not the even vibrating. The same ballpark. I don't I don't like the vibrating thing around me. That just throws me off my game. I feel like I feel like that one is a little too restricting. Like that's dangerous to the point that when you're done, you can't get the motherfucker off. <laughs> Stuck on there. Yeah, yeah. And then it's just going to cut your wiener off. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I got you. So don't use the Trojan vibrating ring. Is what you're telling the listeners? Yes. Okay. And also, don't I recommend. Not using a cock ring if you're drunk, because I have had it happen before where I forgot to take it off. <laughs> Just kept it on. Just kept it on all night. Woke up that, the next morning, <laughs> the thing was purple. Yeah. <laughs> you got you can't restrict the blood flow down there, thing. Because mm. you know if you're like what they do with like goats. I remember when I took a goat to the fair, they castrated. Yeah, they they put the rubber band around their balls. Yeah. So that's pretty much if, what I if do. If you if you woke up without balls. Because you forgot your rig on. Well, I mean, That's my a bad balls, situation. My balls are already in my wife's purse, so it's not like I would miss them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So that's the first ever sex toy review. Next week, hopefully Uncle Buck can come through with a new yeah, one. Yeah, but did you use, I mean, how oh, was it? Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. I forgot to tell you by experience. Yeah, it worked. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got. It worked. It, it was great. $16 well spent. So if anybody out there is shopping, just go to Amazon.com. They'll get delivered straight to your front porch. Well, hopefully it's on your front porch. <laughs> and I mean, this is it was the easiest purchase ever. I feel like nowadays with Amazon, stores like Lion's Den and stuff are going to get out of business. Because here's my thing. I personally don't mind going in there. But I'm pretty sure other women, they don't like going in Most either. Most women. Right. They probably do like to go in. They just don't want to be observed like that. Right. Because I know if I was a woman and I went in there, I'd feel like a piece of meat. Everybody would like look at me. Oh, like, oh yeah, what's she buying? Yeah. Like just curiosity. Uh, I didn't realize Amazon sold those. Oh yeah. So they sell adult sex toys on Amazon. Brother, you can find anything on there. I didn't really think so either until I started looking and I mean, there's hundreds you could pick. So are they buying these products from like Lions? I would say so. And then reselling them. They would have to, or getting them straight from Colt, the manufacturer. Could you imagine being an order picker, and your your order you got to go pick a stack of just twelve inch dildos? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Anyways, Colt, the large bullet for large thrills. It worked. It was great. Fifteen ninety nine, great price point. That's my review. Breaking news this week in our local county, Buck. Got a bunch of DMs from everybody. Hey, check this out. You guys ought to talk about this. No problem. Done. Already got it, but appreciate it. Ohio Sheriff confirms a non-human creature slaughters a horse. The horse was found dead in the creek. That's the headline that you read. That was in the paper. That was in the paper. Ohio Sheriff, non-human creature, slaughters horse, found dead in creek. Now, when you see that as a headline, what goes through your mind? I mean, in my mind, instantly, do I have to say it? It's Sasquatch. That's Bigfoot. It's that's the Bigfoot. Yeah, that's the dog man. Now, everybody was making fun of us, probably, after they listened to our podcast. Look, these idiots, they got all this expensive equipment going and wasting their time trying to find the Bigfoot. 
Two months later, guess what? Bigfoot shows up in Ross County killing horses. Who's the idiot now, people? This is a real fucking headline. Yeah, I mean, it's not like it was on Reddit or Bleep or some, you know, off-the-wall website. This is fucking (laughs) Ross County. (laughs) This is Ross County. Yeah. Unbelievable. And This is happening in our backyard. Ross County only posts facts, boys. Now, this this website has been known to post some bullshit here and there, you know. But still, the sheriff confirmed it. They went out. They I mean, ODNR confirmed it too. They investigated the whole scene and they said a human did not commit this crime. Now let's let's break it down like this. What could be the culprit? What could have caused it? Well, we got several things here. Black bear. We got a bear. Okay. Now here's my thing. I'm gonna read you some of this article and then we'll get right back to this because it mentions you know something like a bear in the article, which I don't think I wrote down. But they were talking about it like it had to be a bear, right? No one believes in Bigfoot. There's no way Bigfoot broke into this barn and killed this horse. The farmer stated he found his barn door torn apart and was missing a horse. There was blood in the barn and the back door was busted open. He found the horse in the creek in the back of his property dead. He has cameras and he stated he checked them and no one had been there since he was. Upon further investigation, they were able to determine a human did not do this. See that? That right there, a human did not do this, is enough to freak you out. Like, the hairs on the back of your neck are like, fuck. This this dude's real. So, back to the bear talk. Is a bear really going to bust open a huge barn door, break it down, tear it apart, and go in there and kill a horse, and take it out of its stall, and all the way down to the creek behind the barn, and leave it there? No. I don't think so. I agree with When you. was the last time you heard of a black bear in Ross County killing shit. Now there's been a few times that there's been sightings of black bears, okay? But they're not they're not killing farm animals. And you go you go to like Tennessee where you see black bear all the time. You right. never hear of an occurrence of them killing a horse. Right. So what would make you think that the one time there's a bear attack in Ross County he kills a horse? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Didn't you tell me yesterday that the you read something about the horse being torn apart? It was it was mutilated. Yeah, but there were no drag marks. Is what's odd. So, so what what could pick unless the deer took off and ran to the creek? The horse, you mean? Yeah. What's what is strong enough to pick a horse up and carry it to the creek? I don't see a bear carrying the horse on its back to the creek. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's dragging it with its mouth. But like you said, the investigators, the ODNR, everybody out there said there was no like. Drag marks in the in the dirt at all. I feel like if you were to take a horse to the creek, that's a thousand pounds. You would see some sort of disruption in the ground, the grass, the mud down by the creek. Nothing. It was almost like it was just dropped. Right. So a bear, which probably weighs, I don't know, probably close to a thousand pounds. I'd say they're going to have prints in the mud. I would also feel like the bear would like, you know, try to eat it. This thing wasn't eaten. It was, it was just, just murdered. Yeah, just torn apart. Yeah. Crazy to think about, but there's only one answer here. I mean, there's a couple answers. A chupacabra. A what? A chupacabra. What's that? That's just a, like an alien. Okay, um, so you're thinking maybe an alien attack here. Maybe. I mean, it, it could be a possibility. They could have picked it up with their little... And tried to use it for experiments. Like, what the hell is this guy? And then dropped it off Even though, the they, I mean, if it's, it's probably not their first time ever visiting Ross County. Okay. So why would they just choose, a, you know, a horse that... 
do experiments on? Probably yeah. not. But I'm leaning more towards Sasquatch. One of the main listeners that sent me the the DM, he left work early. So he wanted to see this for he, himself. He wanted to see the accident. He wanted to see the location. He said he sent me pictures, and the place is squatchy. I mean, you would think. Like, hey, if Sasquatch was in Ross County, this would be a good area for him to hang out in. Like, it wouldn't surprise you if dude was chilling out 10 feet into the woods. It was that squatchy. Okay. And you said that when he went there, there was like sheriff cars. No they, had, they had the ship blocked off, roped off and everything, right? Yep. It's crazy, man. And it was a dead end. Dead end road. Yep. Squatchy as hell. Yep. And not to mention the damn door on the barn was just ripped off the like the, the hinges. Yeah. The animal's not going to rip a door off the hinges, man. Like, a bear couldn't physically... Do that. ...with his claws. But Bigfoot's got, like, human hands. Yeah, he's got opposable thumbs. He could Twice go out there the and size. toss footballs with Tom Brady if he fucking wanted to. Yeah. So you're thinking Bigfoot tore down the door, grabbed this horse, because there was blood in the barn, so he probably killed it inside the barn, put it on his back, on his shoulder, carried it like a sack of potatoes down to the creek, and just left it there. Yeah. I mean, I don't think coyotes got in there and, you know, tried Coyote. to chew with the deer and then the deer ran down it's to the creek and died. Or whatever, the, <laughs> yeah, horse. the horse. I don't know why I keep saying deer, <laughs> but the horse. I don't think coyotes, you know, attacked the horse and then the horse took I don't, off running I don't down give a damn how many coyotes you have. They're not dragging that horse, that thousand pound well, horse. Well, I don't mean drag it. I mean the horse escaped the barn, ran down to the creek okay. and then died. Okay. That's why they're not finding track marks or anything. Okay. But I, that's not what I think happened. Right. The, the only blood that they found, if that was the case... He got attacked inside the barn because there's blood all over the barn. There's going to be a blood trail down to that creek. There was no trail of nothing. There was nothing outside that barn. Yeah, there was no evidence to lean towards, you know, that happening. So, I mean, I know I believe. I think you're starting to wonder and maybe believe. I know we have a lot of listeners that call us bullshit and, you know, stupid, doesn't exist. But then a majority of them are like, hey. It's a possibility now. Well, yeah. Because why else would they be sending this this shit in their DMs if they didn't believe it? No, I agree 100%. So my question is for you, should we go? Absolutely. Like, I would love to get in touch with the BFRO, the Bigfoot Committee. and do let we, the, There's got to be like hair samples or something in that barn. Do we get the crew together, Troy and your father, and get all of our equipment back out, get it out of the closet? And just take a little road trip? Because like I said, this is right down the road. It would take us 20 minutes to get to this scene. 20 minutes, that's it. And we could spend the night there and find the Bigfoot. I think it needs to be done ASAP. I think so too. We need to get hold of the landowner. We need to find out who it was. I don't that's, have a name or anything. A, that's the thing. Like He's probably getting drilled with questions. I guarantee. Newspapers. Or we wouldn't be the only National Geographic. Yeah. Like all those people are probably reaching out to him. Don't, he, we're not the only Bigfooters getting a hold of him. Guarantee he's had hundreds. I mean, I feel like Ross County should just, if this is true, it, they should just start up their own uh, festival, like a Sasquatch festival, because we have a scene, an actual scene of Bigfoot being there. That's cool shit. How old were you when you realized the numbers on the toaster dial were for duration and not for toastiness? I think today. <laughs> really yeah. you didn't know that i thought for sure that's how burnt you wanted your toast if you think about it technically it is. technically it is because that's how many minutes you're going to leave your toast in there well, who the fuck leaves toast in the oyster for, for seven minutes eight minutes right exactly i'm usually a three or four guy so it burns at a lower heat 
I it would have to. I, maybe. I don't know. See, I, I, just, I, was, I just seen this on the internet the other day. Yeah, it's today. I thought for sure that's how dark you wanted your toast, by the number. Nope. Wow. It's a duration. That's that's the minutes. One through eight, that's how many so minutes. That's a, the cook time on a microwave, Yep, basically. That's all it is. Is that the same for like the pizza toaster ovens too? You know, that's a great question. Yeah, that's a good one. I don't know that I, one. I, I have no idea. But when I first seen this, I was like, fuck. <laughs> that's when I just found out this week. I figured you already knew. No. So you today well, is the day. I was like you. Okay. All, all right. All these times, my little. I just thought I was an idiot. No. Okay. Absolutely not. So I wonder if everybody out there listening. I mean, I didn't like my toast burnt anyways. I don't so either. I never played with the you know the eight or seven six nah, minutes. It nah. was always like the one or two. Oh, you're a one or two guy. Yeah, so I like you it like just it gold, a little okay, gold, a okay. little warm. All right. I'm a, I'm about a three or a four. It just depends. I like my grilled cheese sandwiches at three or four. Okay. But if it's just a little toast and butter, I like it just about a one or two. So what's your go to toast? What do you put on toast? Uh, it used to be butter and cinnamon. Or not cinnamon. Is it cinnamon? Cinnamon sugar. Yeah, cinnamon yeah. sugar. Yeah. Okay. Like cinnamon toast crunch type yeah. deal. What do you go with now? Don't really eat it. You don't really eat it? I figured you would like be like a honey guy. Because you like honey. I figured it'd be like butter and honey. Uh, I mean, uh, peanut butter and honey sounds good right now on some toast. So I might go home and try that out. But who knows? Nowadays, I'm peanut butter. You're peanut butter and banana? Nope. Just peanut butter on bread. But back in the day when I was little... I could smash, I'm not even just saying this, I could smash at least a half a loaf of bread at one sitting with butter and grape jelly on my toast. Oh, shit. Butter and grape jelly. I don't know why I don't do it anymore. Probably because we never buy jelly. There's no reason for us to have jelly in the house. But when I was little, I had butter and jelly every day. Every day. It didn't matter what time of day it was. Could have been morning, could have been 9 o'clock at night, 12 p.m. for lunch. What's your favorite flavor of jelly? Grape for sure. Grape Strawberry jelly. sucks. I'm I'm a raspberry. Raspberry sucks. So you're hundred percent. Hundred percent. If I if, if it's if, not grape, you're not eating it. Exactly. Like for Thanksgiving, you know everybody's got the dinner rolls. I'm going to have me some butter and grape jelly on my dinner roll. Now, do you like Smuckers? I'll any kind of grape jelly. I'll eat it. No shit. Is it? Is there one out there? Or am I just an idiot? This might be the juice, but Welsh's. That's the juice, ain't it? I, think I mean, they, I know it's make, a juice. Yeah, they make jelly, too, I'm pretty okay. sure. I thought so. When I was little, I thought it was Welsh's grape yeah. jelly that we always bought in the glass jar. Mm-hmm. That's what we always had. You know the difference between jam and jelly? <laughs> no. I can't jelly my dick in your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I felt like I, I walked right into that one, didn't I? <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, speaking of food here. I tried something uh, a few weekends ago, Buck, and I think this is right up your alley. This combo. Sour gummies with beer. Now, I've I seen the look on your face, and I thought the same exact thing. But my wife, she loves sour candies. And we were going out to our buddy's house, and we stopped in the gas station. I got a 12-pack. She's like, hey, can you grab me some sour gummies? Sure, no problem. Now, when you're shopping for sour gummies, I know you're a gummy guy. When you walk in in that aisle, the candy aisle in the gas station, what is something that you have to leave with? Nerd rope. Nerd rope? Yep. Okay. So my first thought was, we got to get Sour Patch Kids. Mm -hmm. So I go to the Sour Patch Kids. I grab them. But my second thought was, we got to get the sour gummy worms. 
the good pack. Now there's a cheap pack. Yeah, I walk right past that dollar pack. Yeah, Just, no, no, no. Uh, we do too. Yeah, I've made a mistake before of getting the cheap one. Horrible. They're just like you. Doesn't matter how long you chew. They, you, it's just always. Yeah. It doesn't break down. Right. So who knows? So I got, I got the pack, the black pack that has like the neon letters on it. I don't know what they're called, but they're like neon. Yeah. So I got them. We went out, started drinking, watching football, whatever. And she was eating them, so I dipped into them a little bit, and I'd put them in my mouth. That sourness. Then I'd take a drink of my beer. Dude, it blew my dick off. I couldn't believe how good it was. Now, you would never think sour gummy bears or gummy worms with a bush light would be good. That just sounds... It sounds horrible, don't it? Yeah. But I love it. I love it. It's good. Does it just bring the flavor out of the beer or the opposite? I, like I think it it makes the drink better. Well, it could be that the, the sour of the gummy makes you quench, makes you thirsty. That's probably it. So it's probably if it. you're eating that shit. It's kind of like uh, when you're eating peanuts or you salt, get thirsty. Or saltine crackers. Saltine crackers. Yeah. Yeah. You got to try it, man. I'm telling you, you're still giving me the look. No, I mean, I feel like I would enjoy it. It's not something that I'm going to do every time I drink. No, 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 no. But now, it's, it's something you, that everyone Did you think about dropping a gummy worm in the can? No, I didn't. But I might next time. Yeah, it probably wouldn't be bad because you can get those one gummies and you just stick it in vodka and you can just chew on them and they're pretty good that way. And then like it, it inhales or... I don't know the right word. Absorbs. Absorbs, absorbs, absorbs the alcohol, and they're pretty good with gummies. Dude, there's just... been times we've been fucked up on those gummies. Yeah. The gummy bears soaked in vodka and uh, oh, yeah. Everclear? Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. Those will get you in trouble. Oh, boy. So now we're talking vodka-flavored gummy bears. Yeah. That's what I thought when you first uh, said it or compared it yeah, to. I guess they would be vodka-flavored, but you don't really taste the vodka. I mean, you taste the... Oh, you're going to taste it a little yeah. bit, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. So right. what do you do? You just you get like a container, right? And you just pour the pack of just gummy bears in it, and then you pour vodka in and let them sit for a while? Yeah. We used to use, like, the Gatorade containers. Okay. We're on, like, the basketball benches or football. Yeah. And just dump, like, seven or eight bags of gummy bears in there and then a bottle of Everclear. Oof. Yeah. Just straight Everclear, huh? Yep. And then, like, by the end of it, there is no Everclear because all the gummies absorbed them. Mm-hmm. So then you just walk around with a, a cup full of gummies and just eat them. Okay. Well, here's what we're going to do. We got a Christmas party coming up. Oh, no, I shouldn't have brought that And up. we are definitely having a container full of vodka gummies on the table during the podcast. I'm making sure of that. That's my job. I'm getting the vodka gummy bears, and we're going to get loaded. Sounds festival as fuck. <laughs> we're getting festive as fuck. Now, hopefully, at that point in time, they should have, like, Christmas gummy bears out, shouldn't they? Do they do, they do like... Seasonal gummy bears. I'm sure we could probably find them somewhere, right? I don't think so. Like Santa gummies, reindeer gummies, or something. They got to have them. Yeah, I don't know. I know they, I mean, right now the shelves are full of the Christmas trees and brownies and shit. Yeah. We just got to make sure they don't have THC in them because if you get the THC gummies and then you put vodka in with them, that's a bad night there. It's called the hangover part five, boys. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We got a few texts here. First one is from Morris. This is our friend Morris. He sent in his own Sipsionary. The reverse snowplow. After you nut on your woman's chin, you pull the skin tight on your ball sack and plow your nut into her mouth. (laughs) 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 Oh, oh, come on, Morris. God damn, boy. Woo! <laughs> Talk about a sipsionary. Yeah. Holy shit, yeah. the reverse snowplow. Oh, dude, hey. when I read that, 
Oh my god! I was like, "Holy shit! That that's a situation." Yeah, don't let that boy work for your township. Plow your roads <laughs> no. in the winter time. No, no, he's out no. there with his nuts. Oh my god! Now that that might have been one of I'm the best texts I've had yeah, in a while. I'm trying to visualize this. I'm a very visual person, and I'm trying to think of how this would work. I know exactly what he's. So talking he's like bat winging his nuts. Uh huh. And uh-huh. making like a razor. Yep. And just scraping just it right in into their mouth. Uh, that's fucking sick. <laughs> yeah. Woo, Morris, come on, man. Yeah. You need help, brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Let me, let me get myself together here. Got another text. Oh, Morris. Thanks for the text. This one's from Marty, and he sent this in a few weeks ago. I just forgot to get to it. He's calling our boy Corey with a K out. The board man, he was not happy with the board man. Marty Mar here, dot, 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 dot. So I'm sitting there, chilling at work. I look at Fantasy and I have a notification. It's a trade offer. The trade is, I give up Gabe Davis. The other person wants to give me Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. So I first snicker and look at the team name. Didn't know who it was, so I go to the league, click on that team name. It's the board man. I did counter with a lowball offer with Drake London for Mr. Clyde. And I'm being generous if you ask me at that point. Corey, you know I like you, man. But don't you ever send me a stupid-ass trade like that again. And I know what he was thinking. Marty could use a running back, in quotations. Which I could. But you better come with something better than that, Waters. And what's even funnier is, Corey is in first place and he sends me a trade like that. Have you lost your damn mind? Shake my head. I'll be damned, Corey. You gonna rebuttal? You yeah. know, first of all, let me give you my thoughts on this. If he needs a running back, I don't think it's a horrible trade. I wouldn't accept it. I wouldn't accept it, but I don't think it's a horrible trade for him to send in a message like this, honestly. That's definitely not an Otis trade. Yeah, I mean, we've exactly. seen a lot worse than this, Marty. Yes. But so, go ahead, Corey. I mean, I, I texted back in because I didn't. I thought I was going to be out this the week uh, that we were doing it, and I even sent a picture. And the picture was, at that time, both players were owned in the same percentage of the league. They were both owned in 95% of the league. At that time, Clyde Edwards-Alaire had five more fantasy points throughout the whole year. So in my eyes, in football this year, in fantasy football, the running back is valued higher than a, run, than a wide receiver. I so, agree. So at the time, Clyde Edwards-Alaire was an RB1 and – Gabe Davis was is this probably the second, maybe third target on the Bills' deep offense, if you include Josh Allen as a target. Right. And I just it was I thought it was a fair trade. I was helping both out. I, I mean, coming and and on top of that, he had the Chiefs' backup running back, so that gave him the Chiefs. He gave the whole backfield, the whole yeah. hand. It gave him the whole. It gave him everything. So it worked out both ways. It gave him an automatic. Whoever the Chiefs was starting, he's got a starting running back for the second best offense in the league. And I need wide receiver help. I've sent trades all probably the last two weeks trying to get rid of people, and nobody responds back to me. But then on the, even on the text, I was like, I can tell why Marty's not in first place, and if he's not <laughs> taking, taking a trade with a player that has more fantasy points than another one. Okay, so Corey's K fires back here. That's a great comeback, Corey. Yeah, but, but this is bad because then we played like two weeks later. I think he beat me by about thirty-five points. Okay, well at least you're <laughs> I'm not still in first though. At least you're not one and nine. So that's that. Scotty P here. That limited time special that I like is also from Burger King. It was called the Brew Burger. Had beer, cheese, barbecue, onion rings. Best sandwich ever. 
I message BK about four times a year to bring it back. <laughs> so this is a limited time offer. So were you here when we talked about limited time deals? No. At fast food restaurants, I think I that was I, the week you missed. I thought he was, or he mentioned one week that I was out. He he had the, the Diablo. RB Diablo burger. Yeah. Okay. Or yeah. Whatever that. So was. So that's like a limited time sandwich. You think? Do you have any favorites? That are like limited time deals at fast food restaurants is the the Diablo sandwich. Up I mean, there. Corey posted it again. It's yeah, the, the Arby's Arby's hamburger coming back yeah, this the, week. The what was that called? The the Wagyu Wagyu yeah. Wagyu burger. It was back. good. Hell yeah, it was. All so, right, yeah, Scotty P. Just that one. All right, Scotty P. The Brew Burger. Never heard of the Brew Burger with it's, beer cheese on it. Sounds delicious. Sounds though. good. Well, bring it back. Now, do you think fast food like? Social medias get pissed off at like their customers, like Scotty, messaging them four times a year to bring it back. You think they even give a fuck? No, no. I mean, I bet they look at it and you know put it in their bank for long term. But yeah, like how many times a day do you think someone sends McDonald's a DM on Twitter and says, "Hey, bring back the snack wrap, you fucks." I guarantee it's a thousand times a day, multiple mm-hmm. times a day. Yes, I thought so. Marty Mar is back. The sausage and the chili is a must. I agree with DG and Corey. It hit different. I also agree that the deer meat in the chili is really good. Was listening to something, and one of the hosts on there said, I was walking in Costco, and I noticed that a couple people had these big boxes. On the box, it said, inflatable hot tub. It got me thinking, would y'all purchase an inflatable hot tub? Later, fellas. I've actually thought about buying an inflatable hot tub because I got the perfect spot oh, for that spot. My, my little patio back here is perfect for a hot tub. Stand. Yeah, I've also thought about buying a real hot tub, but I don't want to spend the money because I'm a cheap ass. But, Marty, yes, I have thought about buying an inflatable hot tub. I just don't know how long they would last. I mean, it's not like... Are they worth the 500 bucks or whatever they are? I'm sure they are. If you take care of it, I mean, that's just going to be 100% up to you if what you want to do with it during the seasons. Are you going to drain it? Are you just going to leave it out there for the fucking snow to get it? And I also think I could put one in the basement. I've seen people do it. I've seen people have them inside their house. I don't and, think it's real smart because all that condensation yeah, is just going to like ruin the floor above Okay, it, but, all right. Never thought about that. Have to have yeah, some kind of exhaust. Warp your fucking studs and everything. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe I won't do that then because <laughs> of the warmth. <laughs> Sorry. No, people do it though. I mean, it, yeah, I've seen them inside people's but, houses. But they might have like concrete foundation or something like that. But it's still gonna. I mean, you're if you have it in the basement, your floor above you is still gonna be wood. So right. it's still gonna create some. I've also seen them in like garages that are connected to the house. You walk out your, you know, your door from your house, and you go into your garage, and there's just an inflatable hot tub. I think our uh, our buddy Buddy has a perfect spot for a an inflatable hot tub and b an indoor sauna. Have you seen like the inflatable saunas that they make now? You can get off Amazon. No, I haven't seen them. Yeah, an inflatable sauna. Yeah. So it's like a little room that inflates and then heats and then heats up and then it just keeps all the moisture and shit in there, and then you use it for a sauna. They're indoor saunas. No, I haven't seen that. I've been trying to get Buddy to purchase one and put it out in the sunroom. Perfect spot. Perfect spot. Oh, yeah. Huh. I wonder what kind of electric that shit would... Nah, that's what know, I was going to ask. What's that going to cost? What's, the, what's it cost? I know a hot tub, you know, you're, you're thinking you're probably spending an extra 100 bucks a month to run your hot tub. A real hot tub. Now, you think the inflatable hot tub, it probably it don't, doesn't take a special plug, probably. It just plugs into a regular outlet. You could probably just use your, your egg... The double A batteries in your egg to get that thing going, couldn't you? <laughs> get all the bubbles going. <laughs> yeah, this dusty old egg in. Yeah. Oh, uh, you're so yeah. There wouldn't be no water left in that fucker if that thing went in there. 
<laughs> One last thing here before we get into the Sipsonary. CNN reporters are banned from drinking during the 2023 New Year's Eve show because the host got too loaded last year. Now, Buck, if you're watching, you know, the the ball drop, that special show on New Year's Eve, you got to think, probably at least 60% of America watches that. And they're intoxicated. And they're drinking alcohol, correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you think they give two fucks if the reporters are drinking too? I think that's just, that it's adds better. into the, the I amusement. think so too. Just slurring out words. I think that would be fucking hilarious. I think it would make the show better. Yeah, that's a whole new form of entertainment to me. Who the hell wants to sit there and listen to people talk about nonsense? What the hell do they even talk about? Because honestly, I I watch it, but I don't listen. It's just on in the background. You know, you're at a party or someone's house or something. You're all sitting around a table drinking beer, playing cards, eating food, whatever you're doing. You always got that show on in the background. Now, a lot of people aren't paying attention to it. I don't even know what the fuck. What do they fucking talk about? Because that show's like four hours long. What do they even talk about? I mean, usually they have like performers on and they'll do like, you know, stage acts or sing gotcha. to the crowd or some shit. Gotcha. But it's always, to me, I find it that they report on shit and then it's all in different locations. Like one person will report in LA and then the next one will be in New York and then in Florida. So you, like I get lost of who the fuck I'm listening to yeah. and where they're at. Okay. So that is why I don't like it because it kind of confuses me. Okay. But, I'm like you. I'm not going to sit there and listen to them nonstop on New Year's Eve when I got better shit to do. Right. The only time that I actually watch the show is like the five minutes before the ball drops. When everybody gathers around the TV, whatever, you got your beer and you're just watching, waiting on that last, you know, 30 seconds for the ball to drop. Would you ever drive to New York or visit New York during? No. Hell no. Dude, that's got to be a madhouse. You see all them people there. Couldn't pay me enough money to go to Now, I would love, I've been telling my wife this, I want to go to New York. I want to visit New York City. I want to go and just experience it one like time. Like Times Square, New, New York City. Yeah. Okay. I want to go experience it one time just to see it. And I don't ever have to go back. My wife's been there. She goes, I'm never going back again. But I think she hated it because she was on a bus trip. She took the bus there. I want to fly, get there, stay two nights, come home. That's what I would do. I'm not taking no bus there. Hell no. Have you ever been? No. Do you want to go? I, I don't think I could handle the, the stress of the, the amount of people. Okay. I'm not, I don't do real well in the public when there's shit that I can't control. Yeah, yeah. I've been there once and we rode over with DG back when his now wife lived there and another buddy of ours. And it, we went in March. It was nice and cold. There wasn't, a, a, I, I was, that's what I was expecting was just people everywhere. Like a bee. Luckily, it was kind of cold and people weren't really out. And it wasn't horrible. I'm sure there was way too many people, but there wasn't the people that I, like I was thinking and stuff. So yeah, I'm not about the hustle and the bustle of the city life. But I'm I'm with Mrs. Roll. I went once. I don't. I have no need. I went and saw the 9/11 memorial and uh, grew up watching TRL. So I saw Times Square and that was it. That's all I needed to see. That's that's, that's kind of how I feel. I just want to go and just one time. Yep. Never have to go back. No. What are you eating if you're going just one time? Oh, I want. Are you going to McDonald's? Fuck no! I'm going. I'm getting the best pizza that they have. Yeah, that's what I had. I had a nice just slice of pizza at some random place when I was hungry. Yeah, I'm going to have every slice of pizza that I can find, <laughs> and I'm I'm for them two days. I'm not eating anything else besides pizza, because that's what they're known for. Yeah. You hear about the New York slice? That's what I want. Let me find the best slice. I'll be prezzed for a day. You know, I'm going around and I'm going to test everybody's pizza. I'm not going to give it a review, but I'm just going to eat it. I want to see who's got the best. They're known for brunch and bagels too. I had a heck of a bagel one morning. Just went to some. It was like a general store, but they like made their own bagels, and it was probably the best bagel I've ever had. I think they're known for pasta too, right? 
Do they have good pasta down there? They probably have. I think all good I think one of our listeners told me that when he went, he went to some Italian place and had some good ass pasta. What about you, Buck? What would you go after? You know, I don't. It have to be some sort of steak. Yeah, probably. You're, you're I'm a meat not, eater. I'm not going to be able to go afford the most prestigious, you know, steakhouse in New York City, probably. Right. But I would find one that's mid tier, something that you know is probably equal or better than what we have in Ohio. Oh yeah. Get the best piece of meat they got on the menu and have at it. Okay. Now, Corey, you might be able to answer this. How are the strip clubs in New York City? Is there is there strip clubs there? Like, if you walk down, like, downtown. Because I'm just thinking, like, there's buildings, there's shops, there's stores, there's restaurants, correct? Everywhere? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's stuff everywhere. Is there, like, a strip club just, like, in the middle of town? I don't remember one. We went to a nightclub on the Saturday night. That okay. was that was different. That, that wasn't my scene, but everyone else liked it. Like, it was like a... Like a rave with lights. And oh, shit. Okay. I just stood in the corner. Like, right, I'm ready whenever everybody else is. Gotcha. So I'm just, I'm trying to think of like New York City. Like if you go to like Columbus or Indianapolis or anywhere around here, they usually have a strip club close, you know? I was just wondering, is there like a strip club close to Times Square that people just walk to? I don't know. I'm sure if it's not in existence, it's like an underground strip club that only the like the high class people know, know about, about. Yeah. yeah and they probably do a little bit more than just strip probably they probably get their stocks exchange and everything else there as well probably. <laughs> i was told times square is a little sketchy like you don't really want to be like outside of the circle of times well, haven't you ever seen home alone in new york man <laughs> <laughs> got marv running after good me. lord so uh the cnn reporters i want them to drink they're not going to be allowed to and this year but cnn's like upset about this shit usually they're a little more laid back and chill yeah uh let a lot of shit happen so i'm i mean i don't see an issue with it at all as long as they're not like being idiots yeah disrupting people at roosters like we were last night <laughs> that's true let's get into the dictionary. Kids, it's time for the Sipsionary Word of the Week. Today's word is... You might be a little disappointed because this is nowhere near the reverse snowplow. <laughs> <laughs> more, send in some more Sipsionaries. I'm getting low over here. I want to know if he's actually pulled that shit off or not. Ah, there's no way. I bet he has. There's no way. Trim. 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 Now, before you answer, because I know you know what it is. I asked my wife yesterday. We were sitting on the couch. I said, do you know what trim is? She goes, what? I said, trim. She goes, you mean like trim a bush? I'm like, well, kind of. She's like, no. So I told her what it was. She's like, I've never heard of that before in my life. I was like, seriously? Like, men, when we say trim, we're talking about a good piece. Uh, I think Women. about weed eating around the hedges, buddy. <laughs> yeah, okay. I a nice little trim around the sidewalk. So That's in the Sipsionary terms, you know what trim is. No. It's a good piece. Usually clean, shaved, not used a lot. Yo, I heard there's going to be mad trim at that party this weekend. It's a hot girl with a good piece in between her legs. I like it. You knew what it was. No, I didn't. I mean... You've never used trim like when you're hanging out with your buddies? Corey with Cave. You say used, that was the first one I've ever known that we, yeah. we said the I, name. Corey with Cave knew what trim was. You didn't even know what trim was? Well, when Corey gets more trim than I get. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's the pod this week. Appreciate everybody listening. Follow us on social media. We've got Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Step and Serve Pod 740-720-3537. That's the number. We'll catch you all next week. 
I just don't know how pussy correlates with trim. It's just a nickname for it, dude. That's all it is. It's a good piece. Trim. So, like, our dads in high school walked around and, you know, it was in the locker room. 80s or 90s term, I'd say. Talking about trim, man. Like I said, I used it in a sentence. Can't wait to get done with practice. I got some good trim. (laughs) Coming over tonight. Yeah. 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 I'm going to go to the bar and look for some trim. I guess it is a lot more respectful than saying, you know, I got some pussy coming over. Right. It is. (laughs) 